Welcome to another episode of Dumb Binge Binging. I'm Josh. And I'm Tegan. I... <laughs> so, the thing with this episode was we we spent, like, months racking our brains trying to figure out, like, a fun way to do this that's different. Um, and we are not uh, capable of, like, doing a live recording. Um, just, like, no webcam and then, like technical knowledge at all so um, though we desperately wanted to yeah we're recording this fresh off of viewing so um i hope that's enough the movie version yes this is my second time i was hoping to um be drunk during but nothing's kicked in until after the two hours so (laughs) i've just had the same experience twice (laughs) yeah i um, this is probably my first time watching this property sober, other than when <laughs> I was like a child and watched it. This is but nice. this is my first time the movie. Yeah, um, I've I'd seen have... the musical five times. Jesus Christ! Not not in person for any of those times. Yeah, but... obviously we're not like you. You can rest assured, dear listeners, we are. One of you, we are neither rich. <laughs> so, um, we <laughs> do you think we would sound like this if we were rich? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, but anyway. if we have money to see shows, we should probably have invested in microphones by now. So, yes, not um, physical experience. The most I've seen was um, my university putting on Jersey Boys, which was a mistake. But (laughs) (laughs) anyway, um, I have not seen the musical in any extent, nor have I even spoiled it for myself by watching analysis videos. I've literally only seen this movie. That's fair. And um, to be quite frank, dear listeners, I regret renting it and not buying it, even though it is $20. Here's the thing. it's awful, but it's awful in the way where it's you're so like, I really watched that several more times. Yes. Um, during the beginning, there's a little bit, like, right before you start it, it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, god damn. And then immediately, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it, it gets you every time, honestly. Um, <laughs> this movie is such a fucking mess. <laughs> oh my god it was again here's the thing there are like obviously flaws to the stage production of it but the stage production is like legitimately good or it wouldn't have run for so long yeah and i think um what the stage production does right isn't creating um disgusting (laughs) evil chimeras yeah, they don't use CGI. It's all makeup and practical effects. So, like, Which, they look like this yeah. weird, legitimate, like, cat-human hybrid instead of whatever yeah. the movie is. They look appropriate for what they're trying to depict in the medium that they've chose to depict it. Exactly. Um, doing a cat's movie in neither humans with makeup 
full animation is a perplexing choice, but it is a choice that we are living um, posthumously. <laughs> this movie's not even that old. BC means before cats. Yeah. <laughs> and God. Gee, I don't I can't it's just I don't know how to articulate the feeling that this movie creates within me. Because I, I just it's an experience you have to have in yourself. So I I don't really know how to articulate my overall feelings for it. I fucking loved it. And I, I we were talking about this as we were watching it. I cried during cats. I also cried. Um Um but also that at the same time the knowledge was running through my head that they did CG in buttholes and then have to CG them out <laughs> so I w- it's weird and it's I such feel, a it, it, it brings you back experience. to when you're a toddler and you don't know how to identify emotions so you're just like I'm crying and I have no reason why but I think what really kind of made it so like like it was really bad, but I really liked it. Was that like, oh yeah, I really felt emotions during it. Like I laughed, I cried. Like... <laughs> I was so so fucking angry. <laughs> angry at how they did Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> so incredibly giddy and blessed. At every McCavity exit we had been given. <laughs> Meow! <laughs> Why does he do that so many so, Oh my god, it's so good. And I'm gonna, again, we do this a lot. I'm gonna part the curtain, let you backstage a little bit. I did take notes for this. They were solely just cat names. Because without that, I would not know what the fuck they were. That's fair. And also, like, there's no plot anyway. It's they really tried to easy. add a plot with the movie by adding dialogue and stuff, which mm-hmm. I actually didn't appreciate. Is there, because is there like just no dialogue at all in the music? No, none at all. And they got rid of some of the musical numbers oh, to add dialogue, which I oh am God. really kind of upset about. Like, I think this property what? is better. When there's zero dialogue and zero plot, and you just have to figure it out. It's literally just cat. It's literally but then when you add like an singing. overarching, it yeah, um, but then they CG their whole bodies, <laughs> but not their shoes. Well, and sometimes involves... some of their shoes, but not always. Not always. Um, there are two main back, like background characters that are always wearing shoes, and then sometimes some of the reoccurring background characters that don't wear shoes have shoes. They're, and also, Dame Judy Dench's wedding ring stayed on. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> I just so, like. Again, a lot of the issues for this are purely visual because there's a reason the stage play is so successful. Because it's so, like, (laughs) it's just stupid fun. 
Like it is, and like again, this is as well. And the movie is too, but the visual issues of the movie make it less bearable. And it's also like, yeah, the most disappointing thing I think was like the special effects could have easily been better with the movie, but Mm -hmm. they weren't. Oh yeah. Like in this stage play, you can watch the whole stage. It's all on YouTube for free. Um, like officially from the Cats Broadway production. And like in the Mr. Mistopheles song, he shoots lightning out of his fingers and it looks real. And none of that was in the movie. No, they've made Mistopheles um, a sad, sad, sad character. And they made him straight. <laughs> and, yes, they made him straight as well. Um, although, unless you're of my opinion, in which is he has a boyfriend and a girlfriend, which is fair given how the so, movie did it. Yeah, but I just choose to think. I believe again. I've been calling him this because um, we're scenes where he's not physically on on screen, but he has a line there. Because um, again, I have. In general, I have to watch a lot, like a lot of the things I watch with subtitles, especially for movies, and especially when people are speaking in British. Oh yeah, same. Because I don't know what I don't know what the fuck those people are saying in general. Um, no matter how flat the accent is, I don't know if you if you are British, I, it's just it's not being processed by my mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so. The fact that a lot of these actors were or putting on an accent in Jason Derulo's um, <laughs> case, yeah, <laughs> which is that's a huge case that we I want to get I want to open up I want to <laughs> um, deal or no deal open up Jason Derulo's whole case in a later um, section of this, but it's just um, I believe the character's name is Monkus Strap. Yes, but it he's is. He's never referred to that by dialogue. It's literally just in the subtitle credits, and so I I don't know. No, that is that's my that, strap. But like, how are we? He, it's so weird because he's set up as like the mentor character leading Victoria into her journey at through the Jellicle Society. Never once is he introduced. By name. Yeah, no. He, he's not even introduced. He just fucking... Sh- he's he just there and he's singing. In the middle of the screen. And he's like, dadding her, but then he's like, making fuck eyes at Mistopheles. Yeah. And also, old Deuteronomy. And sexy dancing with Victoria herself. Yes. Yeah, um, during that graveyard scene that is yes. quite possibly one of the most unnerving scenes of the movie outside of the ending. <laughs> it would scarce the shit out of me. <laughs> Every fucking time. But yes, that is Monka Strap. Um, yeah, so, like... <laughs> and, okay, so I little, he's, like, kind of the narrator. But in the stage play... Mm-hmm. Bomb Ballerina, which is Taylor Swift in the movie, is also like a narrator. And they reduced oh. her to one song in the movie. Oh. Yeah. She's there the whole musical. 
I didn't know her character had a name. Yeah, Bomb Ballerina. Huh. They all have names. Every character has a name. <laughs> even even the background tuxedo cat that lovingly feeds uh Bustafer a shrimp. Yeah, probably. He well, maybe not because he wasn't in the musical. That was Mr. Misopheles in the musical doing that. Oh my god, what a fucking Because Mr. Misopheles is probably Bustafer's son, people think. Oh. Because they're both tuxedo cats. There's so much lore in the musical, which is bizarre considering the musical has no plot or dialogue. Yeah, like they added a storyline to this movie and it actively makes less sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. I love when Hollywood does that. It's they so funny. Um, so, yeah, it's <laughs> like everything, all of that aside, um, Again, just to cap off the, the visual effects commentary, I want to mention that the hands freak me out a lot. Yeah. I don't like the people hands with the people fingernails. Except um, for on... in a couple moments, there's like cat claws. Yeah. Um, they also did, they had everybody like clean nails, very short, um, except for. Grizzabella, who they allowed Jennifer Hudson to keep on her <laughs> acrylic yeah. nails. Well, she, which is very glamour funny. Cat. <laughs> she's also fucking ragged. But her nails stay, stay perfect. They're like, we're not gonna edit out the snot running down your face for anything. Yes, you can keep your man. God, which I do want to talk, like, Jennifer Hudson is why I cried during this movie. Yes. Yeah, yes. Because Jennifer Hudson like, is an incredible singer and actress. Yeah, and like the emo- the emotion she gave to both renditions of Memories is just oh my God. heart-wrenching, but it is ruined severely by Victoria. <laughs> both times. Both fucking times. <laughs> um, but Victoria is the moment that I cry. <laughs> That's actually... Um, but, um, Bomb Ballerina sings the moments of happiness right after memory in the musical. What the fuck? That's so weird. She like kind of just disappears. Yeah. After Which does honestly magical. is kind of fair because as somebody who listens to Taylor Swift, she doesn't have a musical voice. Like she yeah. was not meant to sing in a musical. Um. <laughs> No, and um, can I say neither was Rebel Wilson? No, exactly. But, um, but it, that kind of works for Jenny yeah. Any Dots. Like, I, I can't comment on that. I don't know, but um, I can say I hated every fucking minute that character was on screen. That's fair. The um, several minutes of simulated cat vag scratching going on for Jenny any dogs yeah, specifically. I did not appreciate that either. It was too much. Why did they do that? Who knows? <laughs> Whose decision was that? Really did they just let Rebel Wilson like... Wild because it's his name's it's Tom Hooper right? The director? 
Mm-hmm. He also directed yep. the Les Mis movie, which was like critically acclaimed, like one Oscar. Yeah. So it's wild. And I, I think a lot of the issues with production was up until the movie was released, they weren't sure how far they were going to go. Um, as depicted so clearly by the CGI, like they were adding and removing shit constantly up until they released the movie. And then they had a second cut that they added in afterwards because they realized some cats had shoes in some scenes and dear sweet Dame Judy Dench was wearing her wedding ring visibly throughout the whole yeah. movie. Um, unfortunately, both viewings, I got the first cut, so I don't know the difference. Um, I can't imagine I it's much better. Yeah, but like can you imagine all the time that they had to have had spent CGing in a butthole for every cat and then CGing it back out? What's, why? Why would you put the butthole in in the why? first place? Why? Yeah, why? Um, and I think, again, like a lot of the issue for that I want to add on to is the direction as well. Because there are so many scenes where they, I feel like they couldn't decide whether they wanted the actors to act more human or more cat. Right. Um, like two scenes that come to mind and I will lead with the the less egregious because I think the second one is very funny and I did laugh out loud during both things okay. um, which is unfortunate for when I saw it in the theater because there was a hardcore musical fan family right behind me and my Oops. friend <laughs> so um, <laughs> I did laugh out loud while they were singing along <laughs> Um, so the first one is when Old Deuteronomy first arrives and they're on the steps of the rundown theater and like there's like a panning shot of just like all the like the main couple characters that we've been following Mistopheles, Victoria and Strap, and then like there's a bunch of the background characters as well and like they're all like on their hands and knees and sometimes some of them will lift their hand up and like the, the like little kitty pose where like your wrist is just flopped over right and then they'll just sit there and stare and then others will they're just like hands and knees just like as a human would if you were pretending to be an animal yeah and then the really funny depiction which happens earlier um during grizabella's introduction after she gets chased off for the first time she's sadly walking down the street into the alley and then she hits the curb and then she just gets on her hands and knees and crawls the rest of the yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that too and I was like, what the fuck? It's so funny. It's so, so fucking funny. And then I mean just Rebel Wilson's entire introductory performance was straddling that line as well. Yeah, and I think But I don't like thinking of that, so I think, like, the whole musical, too. Like, I'm going to keep going back to the musical because that's what I know. So that's what I can, like, compare it to. And I would like to compare the two. And, like, in the musical, they really kind of straddle that line the whole time, too. But it's a lot more, like, it's better done, if that makes any sense. I know you haven't seen it. Yeah. But it's, like... No, I can fully expect state like trained stage performers to be better exactly than jason like they move very much 
the way I can describe it is like it's almost like if a cat became a person, that's how they move in the musical. Yeah, exactly. I feel, and I think it's so shocking in the movie because because like a lot of the actors were acting while they were on two feet as they would if they were a person. Exactly. And then just the, during transitions where they have to go um, four-legged, they're like trying to be more slinky, but like some of the background characters, especially like the female dancers, were very good about remaining more like feline and fluid with their body yeah. movements. But other than that, like it didn't it it felt so Exactly. Dark and I think that's the watching a human being just slowly get down on their knees like they had like rheumatoid arthritis and it was pain every fucking step of this transition. Yeah. Like they were fucking anamorphic. <laughs> exactly. Sharing. And they don't really get on all fours very much at all during the musical. But I think part of it is no, that they so- are, for the musical, for the stage production, they are all trained dancers. Like they definitely yeah. tried to hire dancers before they picked who were the good singers. And I think that paid off for the stage yes. production a lot. Because. I know um, what limited stage production knowledge I have. I know it's mainly a musical to showcase exactly. dancing. Like Victoria um, in stage production has no singing yeah. at all. She's just a ballerina. And her like movements are so beautiful that she doesn't need to speak or anything. And they kind of threw that all yeah. away with the movie. Although you can tell from the where she does dance that she yeah. is a dancer. Yeah, no, I believe that the person they cast is yeah. a trained ballerina. Yeah, she is. Level. And it's just like, so why did you feel the but... need to also make her have speaking lines? See, yeah. It's, it's weird, and I don't fully understand it. Um, I would be more supportive if she didn't have a song that felt so dismissive of Grizabella <laughs> and instead she was just more supporting vocals for other cast yes. songs because I did really it felt more include like she was becoming a jellical yeah her song um, when the other cats allowed her to sing their songs yeah. with them but, but her her like solo song feels really mean towards Grizabella and I know that's not the intention but that's how it comes across. I know, yeah. She's literally like, because, um, oh, at least you have a memory. I just have nothing. But actually, just kidding. I have all these new friends. Bye. Yeah. It's awful. Like, I need, I need everyone to understand this. So if you're at this point and you're listening, please pause and listen to memories. And then imagine during like the middle chorus, she gets cut off and then there's an infant being like, like, okay, well, at least you had friends at a certain point in time. I am lost in the streets, and you can at least look back on your golden days. It's like, Grizabella is actively abused constantly wherever yeah. she goes. I also, speaking of Grizabella, I really didn't like, because this is something they added for the movie, was that she went with Macavity. Because the whole thing in the musical yeah, I didn't see, it felt- is like she was forced to basically become like a prostitute and she's like mangy and disease ridden now and nobody will touch her. And it's really sad. 
And then instead they were like, no, she's evil. What? Yeah, because, like, I was stuck on that for the, like, the first time I watched it. I'm like, I don't understand why she would make that decision. And there's no scenes where she's with the gravity. It feels really, like... It made no It feels really dismissive of her character to me to make that decision. Yeah, I mean... Perhaps it was to keep the PG rating, but honestly, they could do a lot of subtle implications that would just maybe bump it up to PG thirteen. Because I don't think seven year olds want to just exactly, see that. or even just so, stock it up to ageism and leave it at that. Yeah, like honestly. there's so many better ways to do it that aren't dismissive of her character. It, it's it really like that was a piece that really fucking confused me and now that i know it's yeah <laughs> it means it's like oh there's the missing context for that character that you just decided to steal Ex- from yeah me. like she you used to be glamorous and beautiful and then she was forced to basically become a prostitute which is a weird thing to think about in the terms of yes, being cats. But it's also very but, sad and like yeah, poignant for her being the choice. The character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, she definitely deserves it right. in the movie as well. She still she deserves it. Gets, and deserves like, to get reborn. It still made me cry in the movie, but it didn't hit as hard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm kind of glad I didn't get that additional context because I would have yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> so um, I want to talk about another thing that bothered me in the transition from stage to movie, which is of course, Mongo yes. Jerry and Rumple Teaser. They changed the like way the song sounds. And it's so much oh, really? less fun in the movie. Yes. Really? And that was oh. so disappointing because that's one of my favorite songs in the play. And they made it like way slower and stuff in the movie. And also oh. a lot less dancing in the movie. It's more of their actual antics. Well, whereas yeah. in the stage play, they're doing like cartwheels where they're holding each other and stuff. Oh, what the fuck? That's and so Victoria's exciting. not even there in the stage play when they're singing. Which I actually did kind of like in the movie because she's like, I'm evil now for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I re- um, I understand keeping Victoria as the through line because it's just how Yeah, you do need run. a through line. You need, like... You need a character but I would have liked it, them to not um, change like, the way the song sounded and stuff. Yeah, I don't know what narrative purpose that served. Maybe just like the performers weren't capable of singing the way Maybe. the original was. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird hurting. because they sounded um, a lot like the stage performers. They just were a lot slower. It's weird. I, I, that is very weird. But um, I don't know. I'm not Tom Hooper. I don't know why any of the decisions yeah. were made. 
No, yeah. And again, I I want to chalk a lot of it up to like just how messy the production was for this. Apparently. Yeah, like but I shouldn't. I would have. I honestly, shouldn't blame everything on Tom Hooper because the producers definitely have some answering to do too. Yeah, but um, but somebody is to blame for at least a lot. I don't know. Of it's the just movie. it's um, weird. And a good portion of the movie needs somebody. To yeah, and on. it's weird that the movie added stuff specifically to make it more of a story and stuff, and it feels more disjointed. Yeah. Well, because, like, I feel like the original intent was just, like, a peek in the lives of several characters. Exactly. And when you have when you try to make a narrative with that you have to cut a lot from each of those and it doesn't exactly because it's literally just based on a bunch of poems by i think t.s Eliot. yeah yeah t.s Eliot. so yeah. like it's not supposed to be like narrative because it's just cats being cats no it's a collection of poems yeah so when you try to make a narrative it and makes it like it just... less make less sense in a way yeah, because there's always this issue with Hollywood where, yeah, they take something that you go in to just already, like, okay, I'm not going to have any, like, my suspension of disbelief is so fucking high right now. I will, you put anything in front of me and I'll just, like, watch mm-hmm. it, no complaint. But, like, they assume that general audiences are incapable of that when, like, toddlers do that on the exactly so like i really wish they didn't try to make sense of it especially after they delivered us the garbage visuals they honestly you saying that really kind of formulates my biggest complaint of the movie into my head which is that the movie is a byproduct of the greater society's insistence that adults can't have imagination Yes, I mean, like, clearly, all like, <laughs> movies intended for Exactly, but are. it's still, like, this is not exactly intended for adults. It's rated PG, so it makes it more disappointing in this, of all things. And also, because, like, the stage production is kind of intended for adults. Like, you don't generally okay. just, you just generally don't bring, like, little kids to a Broadway show, no matter what it is. No, yeah. So that makes it even more yeah. like you're taking things that the stage production did and mm, shifting them to fit like a broader society, but it makes it's... it worse. Yeah. When, because it's, it's not even like shifting it for a specific like demographic or anything. It's just physically removing things that actively harm the overall yeah exactly the few things they added really undermined a lot of poignant things that could have really had a huge impact on audiences and instead they're just kind of (laughs) taking away everything that would have made some form of emotional impact within the sea of monsters that we were forced to view which again 
I actually did really enjoy the movie. Like, I had a good time watching it. But it is very, oh, yeah. like, not the same. Again. No, and, like, again, and it's, it's not, a, it's good not a good movie. Um, every day, I am reminded of its existence. I have to physically fight myself from spending $20 oh, on I'm going to, it. like, immediately when we're done recording. I will be purchasing this movie. <laughs> That doesn't mean it's a good movie. <laughs> I love it. Again, I feel like it's entered a space in my heart that those live-action Ninja Turtles took and that it's so garbage that like you're just forced to revel in exactly. the absurdity of it all. And that's... Like, that's fine. I, because media doesn't have to be good or like say something or like do something inventive god i really wish they didn't try something inventive cgi wise i really wish they stuck to the 2d animation suggested in like either that or done it like the stage play where it was like a bodysuit some fur around the hands and feet and like face prosthetics honestly seeing that within like the Hollywood budget where they can have really good face prosthetics because again the issue isn't like they've got fur on their body it the issue is they don't have cat faces yes exactly, exactly. and it's like hire some of the extremely talented Those people the- from face off and get it yeah. done right cuz like what, what as um, implied as the question implied by J- Dame Judy Dench at the ending where she recites the opening monologue <laughs> what makes a cat um, I am going to propose it is not tail and ears it is face and paws I mean tail and ears but also face and paws honestly I can like I can change my answer to include the ears. The ta- I don't think the tail is because some breeds of cats because... have like barely a tail. Yeah, and like also the CGI didn't really handle no, the tail very well. They just kind of moved moved around with their own mind. The ears were done really well, in my opinion. I think they moved a little bit too much. Um, coming from a cat owner, I feel like they just kind of moved them to yeah. move them in some scenes, but they did move to display appropriate emotion from what I can gather from my cat who um, does a lot of fear sound location when we um, vocalize in the same ways that he does. So I get a lot of fun ear rotations um, and I think like just general, generally the ears in the CGI moved pretty accurately from what I could gather. Um I'm no Jackson Galaxy, but I have owned many a cat in the past couple years. I have no experience with cats, so I can't really speak on that at all. Yeah, I just know that, like, it's more fun when the tails aren't CGI and they can use them as props. Because that's what they do in, like, the stage play, and it's really fun. They'll, like, spin their tails during some songs and stuff. Which, like, obviously a real cat can't do, but that's yeah. part of the charm of it is, like, obviously it's not real cats. 
Yeah, I honestly I yeah. think that would have been better. Especially because CGI tails just in general no, have no physicality. Like, so there they was, weren't being taken to account. Who was the it? Either. There was one cat where I was like, their tail is just floating behind them. But a lot of them, but there was one in particular, and I can't remember who it was right now, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) No. Um, I want to maybe suggest Bustifer, but I do um, just refrain from looking at the screen whenever I almost want to say it was Old Deuteronomy. Probably. Because her, like, neck flush. Yeah, where it's just there. Whereas it's just there, it's fully static. You can it's so blatantly CGI because they just kind of superimposed her real human yeah. face in the middle of it. It's just very weird. The whole the whole visual aspect of the movie is yeah. very, very weird. And like a lot of the performances are very weird. Like again, I hated all of Jenny and yeah. Dots. Um I didn't like that she unzips her skin to reveal um, more cat skin, but in Which, the show choir... You in the want. musical, she does, like, take off her first fur coat, but it's just another fur coat underneath. Yeah, and it's again... It's not a show choir Other uniform. cats in the movie... <laughs> no, and, like, other cats in the movie have fur yeah. coats. Exactly. They remove... Why did why did Jenny Annie Dots have to unzip her skin? The only one where I almost like the way they did her better in the movie would be Grizabella. And that's not not like the vocals or anything, because I really do kind of prefer the original musical for that. But mm-hmm. they fucked up her ears in the stage production, so she looks like a mouse the whole time. Oh. Yeah, like her ears are just too big to be a cat I, and too round. Like... Huh. Yeah. That's weird. That's a weird decision. Um, especially when you have a lot more control. I think it was just because looks... supposed, she was supposed to be like uh, torn between, up and like... old. But it just translate. It just yeah, but looks odd. Yeah. Huh. Um, oh my god, I have... let's talk about our favorite cats. My, well, okay. It's kind of different in the movie versus the stage. We're not, ta- this is not So just for the movie. I'm cutting the line. You're, just for the movie. Um, my favorite, favorite cat. cat in the movie was probably Monko Strap. Because he was doing the most the whole time, and I really? appreciate that. Yeah, he was. Um, again, he wasn't really named, and he doesn't no, but have it's, an introductory yeah. song. But every fucking time he is in the background, he is going through several face journeys, and I really appreciate. No, exactly. I also really, obviously, I really uh, liked Grizabella. Like Jennifer Hudson, yeah, a national treasure. We should have probably. <laughs> Yeah, we probably should have ruled her out because that was just, again, it was an incredibly powerful performance. 
Um, she had her nose running for every fucking scene she was crying in. She was Other than that, I don't really that. know. I, again, this may just be um, biased for the song. I fucking love <laughs> Skimble Shanks. And, like, this is kind of a segue just to talk it about um, the costuming <laughs> for the cats. We kind of mentioned before that Jenny Annie Dots has a secret costume under her yeah. um, just CGI body. And then other cats, um, a la Rum Tum Tugger and McCavity and Grizabella, they all have, oh, and Deuteronomy, of course, they all have big fur coats. Um, Skibbleshanks is a cat that wears no shirt, but he has very high-waisted pants with suspenders, tap shoes, and a conductor cap. And that feels the most wrong. And I do want to talk about it. Because cats wearing, like, that's fine because people put, like, sweaters and stuff on their cats for real. But pants? Yeah. Um... It felt the most... Like, a lot of the cats are naked. Some of them do wear shoes and nothing else for the duration of the film. Skimbleshanks wearing a full outfit sans shirt... It was evil. ...felt the most horny. It felt... It felt like the most... He looked like he was um, a rejected third member of the village people. It really did. And I, it sticks in your mind, especially when the pants are bright red. Well, and... Okay. The pants were like, like you said, high waisted, and they really like hugged around his ass. And it's evil. Yeah. Yes. Which, um, you could maybe excuse away if he was any other dancer, but he's a tap dancer, so he doesn't need <laughs> exactly. pants. He's not. Pure wedding until he gets spun in the air to be <laughs> kidnapped by the cat. <laughs> that part is so funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and oh it's just God. so jarring. <laughs> the pants really fuck up the whole. But uh, again, look another thing about Skimble Shanks is he's like one of two cats in this movie that have a defined dance Yeah, style. because he does tap and Victoria so does I ballet. Don't know why th- yeah, and I'm assuming the intent for a dance-based musical was to have several types of dancing, but like everybody else kind of just does I guess maybe Monkey Trap is more interpretive, but it just felt like a caveat for dancing in the, the cemetery because yeah, it's also doing interpretive dance. Actually, okay, um, you did cut me off from talking about the stage, so I won't say it. Oh. And favorite no, I just characters. Meant, like, okay. In terms so, of favorite characters. Rumtum Tugger has had yeah. two forms in the stage play. One was very David Bowie esque, very rock and roll. Okay. And one was a rapper. Which the rapper one is not oh. good, but it's at least like an identity. Whereas they don't really have yeah. that in the movie. He's just he's just high notes yeah. as Jason Derulo. Um, 
See, Rum Tum Tugger's identity in the movie was the knowledge that Jason Derulo's penis was so big they had to actively CG it it out. Yeah, which I don't like that. Um, So his performance was imbued with the level of horniness of a man who is like, look how big exactly, and then that's gone. So there's nothing left except that he can hit high notes. Yeah, which he does pretty well. Yeah, which he does, but a great deal in (laughs) Mistopheles' number. (laughs) I also um, circling back to good old (laughs) Tugger, um, (laughs) the the milk milk bar. The milk bar. Um, two comments about the milk bar. I want to start with the one relating to Derulo, which isn't really a comment, more as like an appreciation for the um, uh, unintentional comedy of it all. Is um, his whole songs about how he's because um, they're also like the characters are all yeah. related to specific types of cats, and his cat is like yeah. a fickle cat. It's like wanting to be let out and then immediately wanting to be let in kind of cat. So there's a scene where he breaks into a bar, but it's a bar for milk, which put a pin in that. Um, they just get fucking just fly like a cheese, like just fucking hit, get nice like a blizzard. Totally <laughs> I'm not making this up. And he runs, he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm done with milk. And he hops off the county, runs out and then he stops in the middle of the street, looks almost directly in the camera, and just goes, Meow! And then he runs back in. And that's quite possibly one of the two scenes that sticks with you. And, like, the most. Like, past anything. I saw this movie around opening week, and now I have not stopped thinking no. about milk. It's... So funny! It comes out of nowhere. He's having a yeah, screaming it too. Like you can see it in his eyes. He's like, "I love this. This is what I was born to." Yeah, rum tum tugger milk. Um, I don't understand, but I do want to mention the podcast just because. Again, so fucking funny. Um, has not left my consciousness. Um, also, removing the pin. This is supposed to be. In our understanding of the setting, yeah, and there's a milk bar. There's a a milk bar. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. There's a milk bar. And given the um, waffling scaling for the cats, a milk bar for Jesus. Yeah, I I, I don't believe it. Which, you know what? You know what? Josh, with the scaling of the cats being so fucked up and evil and incorrect, that milk bar would be for giants, and it is milk. So, given the dairy propaganda, it is safe to say that perhaps the people that frequent a milk bar are the people that drank a lot of milk and have subsequently grown big and Which isn't true. I don't believe it. I, I drank milk since I was 11 Which, and I'm six foot is- one. <laughs> hey, um, 
I was gonna say, but like it really is not applicable. Like I am very small, but I also no, yeah, I I haven't drank milk since I was a child, and I'm six foot one and have never broken a bone. So it is propaganda (laughs) (laughs) at its finest. Um, Also, and I don't know if they're aware of this, the only one of the cast that could quite possibly digest the milk would be Victoria because adult cats are like Oh see I did not know that. But Mr. Misopolis is also a kitten. So those cats are He is. Oh is he? Actually about half of them are supposed to be kittens technically. (laughs) That's weird. I, I can see Victoria and I can see Mistopheles. Um, if you tell me any other ones, maybe Rumpelteaser. No, Rumpelteaser and Monka Jerry are actually grown adults. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the only. Okay, movie wise, the only cat that they have confirmed to be yes. a kitten is Victoria. All the other ones, like, we're led to assume that they are adults, given the fact that they are being portrayed by adults with their real yeah. adult faces. Which so, is also, like, even Victoria is, like, clearly an adult. Um, an adult, but, like, I can see her being younger. Yeah. Due to Hollywood's um, tendency to cast... Late twenties, no, exactly, yeah. Thirties people as high schoolers, so it's more believable in what they've given us in the past. (laughs) But yeah, it's just I think the movie brings up a lot of questions that don't exist within a stage play because you don't get a whole setting devoted to it like there's no no well and the stage play doesn't have any change of setting it's in a junkyard the entire time ah yeah again like the more you like you go into fucking Jenny any yeah you don't do that in the stage play and um I again it's I don't get that decision specifically. Like I I, don't I think know just because they felt so like settings. because it's um, like a movie they had to. Yeah. But still like I don't know. Um and especially like this change of setting for Skimbleshanks's number, where they're all supposed to be regular cats. Clearly, like the size of fucking. Clearly not. Like mice at best. Yeah, um, this the scaling is so so bad for and like the milk bar. Um, cats are agile as fuck. I get that. Um, I've seen my cat jump from the floor to shelves. Right. Nearly on the ceiling. But it doesn't feel like no. Exactly, the scaling is so fucked it, up. You know, like when when they're in the milk bar, they look like how 
the kids yeah exactly kids were scaled it makes no sense and i i think some of the confusion was like how to scale average sized humans to be on their two legs to be what would be an appropriate size for cats which are four-legged so i guess they just had head start where head is supposed to start but the issue with that is there's an added height to where bipedal yeah. and quadrupedal head is located so i would have preferred like maybe um during this to do the scaling on the scenes that you have them crawling around on hands and knees and keep that yeah <laughs> the general scaling yeah that's understandable because it's uncomfortable it's weird uh, keep the dancing. I don't. It is weird. Um, again, I genuinely enjoyed it, and I feel bad having to continuously touch on this fact because, like, that's all we're talking about is how no, weird it's and bad and legitimately like I legitimately enjoyed it so so much. I had a great time watching it. I'm going to buy it after this. And again, both of us. <laughs> Are spending twenty dollars USD on this movie? Uh, it's just um, <laughs> because it's, it's so good, but there were a lot of choices I, made. It's easier to articulate. It's easier to articulate what I yes, exactly because, because I can't I can exactly pinpoint, pinpoint what makes me love this movie so much. It's and it, it's easier to have a consensus on. Yeah, we touched on this several times in the past. Um. Yeah. So there's no point in reiterating now. Um, sorry, new listeners. <laughs> I can't even be as <laughs> eloquent as I have been in the past, like a month ago. So. Uh, it's <laughs> it's an experience and. I, in both viewings, no, have not. Yeah, left this was like I regret. said. This was my first time viewing the movie, but I didn't regret it at all. Even though I have been like negatively comparing it the whole time, I still legitimately did enjoy the movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think a lot of the things that are going towards that is every negative complaint I have with it doesn't make me feel yes. like yes. shit about me as a person. It is not going out of its way. And make, none of the like, negative things about it are me. enough to like ruin the whole movie. No. It's a fun time. Very like, fun time. They added a storyline. It's a fun... T- yeah, they added a storyline that wasn't in the stage play. That is... No, no, it's fine. Detriment to the movie as a whole, as itself. Honestly, I no, and it's tell. it. They because worked it, it in pretty organically. Play. I think. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, they gave Victoria a whole st- um storyline because she, she starts the movie being dumped by um yeah. what is presumably her owner. We don't know exactly, but she's thrown into a scrap heap in a pillowcase to die um, and she is a kitten as we are told but so her 
incredibly rude, demeaning interruption of memories um, got me to tear at both times viewing and twice during this time (laughs) because after the horrible, gut-wrenching memories rendition, her first fucking line of response was all I wanted was to be wanted. And that following memories is just fucking it, it hits you. It punches you straight in the fucking face. I um, mean, not no. the way that the ending does, which we need to talk about before we finish this so up. The, it so the ending literally Dame Judy Dench as Old Deuteronomy <laughs> staring directly into the camera, singing to you, the viewer, for five minutes. Five fucking minutes, guys. And like, she sings like a couple lines and you're like, okay, it's over. She looks off to the side. They have a moment reflection. She turns back. Keeps going. The camera dead in the eyes. And she's like, okay. So now that, now that you've thought about this. It's not a dog. About what a cat is. <laughs> and it's like, no. And I also the entire time, the this. entire time that she's like, singing and looking straight into the camera, Monko Strap is looking, is like, on the bottom right corner, just making the best faces. <laughs> the funny fucking faces. Oh my god. I legitimately these last few minutes were equivalent to a horror movie for me, and I had to get through them by looking his at face is so good. He makes like, the funniest expressions. He like just... licks his lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's just staring at all these so rapt so, attention. It's, and it's yeah, not even it's like so at her, it's like the back of her head. And it's clear that she hasn't been CG'd in. Like they're all it is a scene of old Deuteronomy looking directly at you. Um Mr. Mistopheles is behind her on the left. Victoria's sitting right next to her on the left, and then Monkastrap is slightly behind it's her on so the right. Good. And he's like looking at the back of her head, like maybe He's just <laughs> wide-eyed, like <laughs> just staring. It at might her. be my favorite part oh, of the movie. Yeah, it was oh. so funny. I, I didn't catch any of the facial expressions going on on the the left hand side of the screen because if I looked at that, I would have to cross exactly. Deuteronomy, looking you directly in the fucking eyes. It is so <laughs> like being I felt like interrogated. I was, being, like I was tied up in a chair, and I was like. Like I was being held hostage, and they're like, "If your parents don't pay the ransom, we will kill you." And it's like, except please. instead of that, it's <laughs> if you're <laughs> if you're a cat, then you're not a dog. If you have a cat, you go home, you take off your hat, you bow and address them, "Oh, cat," which I have done, by the way. My cat was not too. Well, your cat's that. not a jellical so, cat. Dave. Okay, Who knows? And also, what is the distinction? Because they also refer to. I think Jenny Gumby just means Gumby like lazy. Okay. I don't know. I don't really a, know. A jellical gel- cat is. <laughs> because I believe in. In the poems, a jellical cat is just 
the, the I think so, yeah. To themselves as. I don't know. So what I, if you woke up tomorrow and your cat was like that? A... You just don't fucking say you that. just wake up tomorrow and he has a human not, face. I. Okay, but but then he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like the size of a fucking rat. Because like, okay, I think a lot of the issue here is like I live with a cat and I bother my cat because I have a cat and so I lift him up by his front paws and well, I stand him up on his back. Your cat is also my large, and so, no, the sizing. The sizing is still really off in the movie because yeah, no cats are the size than... of a fucking like ant. Yeah, like they're not like if a cat stands on their hind legs. Exactly. They don't unless they're just a very small cat. And I'm speaking. I'm speaking as someone who has knees relative yeah. to a body that only reaches five foot two. So like, my scaling is off. But still, like, cats no are still like height. not as small as the movie makes them out to be. No, like cats are actively exactly than a lot of dog breeds. And when like a lot of the cats on screen are like huge, like fluffy cats, yeah. which tend to be larger on average in general. And which um, old Deuteronomy is when Monk is It's weird. It doesn't make sense. Her, it is confusing. It doesn't make sense. Um, and like then Gus, the theater cat, they had him be his normal. And he should have been small and weak. To the other cats, which is yeah. Which um is just weird considering he was probably the only one with like a correct ratio yeah. uh for cat scaling um, in general. And like that's all I so want to say about the theater cat because he's even sad, worse than so. the musical. Every time they make this Oh god. Every time they make him sing he, it, like it in, literally like, in this, it hurts. In the me. stage it's production, like, he oh. can't stand. <laughs> Lay down. He has to sit in a chair, and another cat has to sing oh, most of his song for him. Oh, yeah, it's fucked oh, up. It's so God. sad. No. Oh my God. And like that hurt because like I can kind of look over Gus not being the jellical choice in the movie. Well, but, but in the Sage, he's that, still, like, accepted and loved by other cats, and Grisabella isn't, which is why she's the jellical choice. That's fair. Also, um, you did mention... Yes. Oh, yes. The, um, the touch aspect. Um, he, yes. And the, I did want to bring that up, because... They really downplay that in the movie, make, and they don't really... They don't, like, directly address it, it but you no can more, cl- more clearly understand it in the stage. Because, like, other cats will get close to her and then hiss at her and walk yeah. away. 
So, like, cats are not allowed to touch Grizabella because that's, like, what keeps her as an outcast. And then finally, right before the final reprise of memory, Victoria touches her in the stage play. And it's, like, this really beautiful moment because somebody finally, like, touched her, like, got close to her and touched her. And, like, they don't really do that in the Mm -hmm. movie. No. And, like, they do kind of, I don't know, like, none of the other cats touch Grizabella in the movie. I didn't know that there was significance to that. Um, It, honest to God, just felt like... Yeah, no, it's like... ...over the fucking milk bar. Yeah. That was probably my biggest issue with the movie, was, like, their handling of Grizabella. Yeah. You mentioned that um, during, yeah. like the her her reprise during the movie, and I literally like I had to stop and think about that, and like the line in memories. Yeah, exactly. She just like it hits needs, like, so different when you see it in the moonlight. stage play where they like, have deliberately I, come been coming close to her and not touching her. Yeah. Versus in the movie where the only one who ever goes close to her anyways is Victoria. Yeah, it had no significance. It had no fucking significance in the movie. And so, like, the line really, like, I felt was like, oh, okay. I mean, like, that's weird and it doesn't. But it does. But but it does. And I did, I just, yeah, before we, like, completely just shut down the episode, I wanted to. Yes, it's really important. And it's just weird because they add context, but it takes away importance. Yeah, they actively remove things. Make the choice more impactful. Make the jellical choice. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. I think that's kind of shitty, (laughs) especially for this character. But um, I I understand that it was all in form of yeah the decision to make this like I get why the decision was made. I just don't necessarily agree with (laughs) Um, it. What? But I still can't get the movie. Exactly. Um, but again, I just wanted this specifically. The recording has made me want to view the stage play. I was kind of content just having an understanding of cats as the movie. No, it's <laughs> but it's really it's really different. It kind of it really does um, feel like they. They made me there's a few more songs. Like, there's different pacing to some of the songs. Um, yeah, the flips are really I fun. I want to see the flips. <laughs> yeah, which, like, the characters... Yeah, it's just be, not I mean, like, quite song in the movie as fun. Really fun. I still enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, but... Yeah, I, I still enjoyed it a lot. These two cats just being bastards. And I did like some of the touches of like some of the yeah. cats being clearly like house cats. Um, I don't understand like Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser had collars. Um, well, I think the point, like in, I so think, I don't understand because I think but... they're not strays. 
But I think the point is that they go to other houses and fuck shit up. But like everyone in their whole neighborhood knows that they're bad cats. So they're just like, oh, it's just those cats. (laughs) That's so fun. Um, I really enjoy those characters. They're (laughs) just like. We had a close friend whose name on Twitter was Rumble Teaser for a while. Yeah. Well, no, and which is also funny because that's flipped. Because Mungo Jerry Jerry is the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is she? No, it is like that in the movie. They just sing each other's names sometimes. Oh, really? No, it's supposed to be the other way around, I think. Unless I'm completely wrong on that, which I might be. That's how I um, differentiated them. So I want to assume that's the intent. Yeah. Because they're introduced together as a pair, so they never really. Well, and that's like in stage play, they're introduced as a pair, too. But. But anyways, I don't know. Again, like it, it's of no consequence. Um, much like Buster for Jones and how his removal would have yeah, had it no does, impact on me as the person. In the long run, none so, of it matters. It's cats. <laughs> yeah, um, but it is. It was Almost very, very, very fun. Just pure raw fun, <laughs> and it's never a regret. I think I might immediately go and force the rest of my family to watch this before my rental's up. I'm Maybe going. To, I'll I, w- buy, I will be like, purchasing it. I have already like, decided oh, that. But we'll see on that. <laughs> it's. Such a good movie. Um, I'm glad we can live. Like, yeah, a lot of shit's going wrong a lot of the time, very fast this year. Um, but we do live in a world where we have accessibility to cats. <laughs> it's a pretty steep paywall, but not as steep as what they made you pay to see to stream Trolls <laughs> Two as it was uh, being released. It's not really so, any steeper of a paywall than any other movie. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, that's fair. It's just, I don't have money. <laughs> so, but I don't know. I. It's a good time. Cats makes me happy. I personally would recommend that you watch both the movie it's and the time. stage production. Because like I said, the entire stage production is free on YouTube. Um, so I would recommend watching both because I think both yeah. are really fun. It's like, and yeah, there's nothing you. stopping you from watching at least the stage production if you can't afford to watch the movie. Um, um no, I really would recommend like both. They were both, they're the both other. very, very fun because experiences. Again. And I'm just so incredibly glad that I could um, <laughs> force 
somebody to watch it. <laughs> because it's I I I need more people I know to have experienced this because I need to talk about it. Um, I need someone else in my life that I oh speak to regularly to understand. That's how last horror movies should be directed. And how horribly they haunt me. <laughs> yes, it's so scary. Um, <laughs> it's like brightly lit. All the characters are like, yeah, friendly looking. I was um, so. But all Deuteronomy didn't inspire fear, uh, fear for me until yeah. I really have nothing else to say. Really fucked me up, but yeah. Um, just uh, <laughs> a reminder that a uh, cat is not a dog, and um, we're, we're on, on Patreon at Dumb Binge Binging if you want uh, to support us. It's only $2 a month right now. You'll get every episode early. Let us know what you want from that so and we can make it something worth subscribing to. Yes. And just also in the for the podcast in general as well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it clearly it at least a little bit is. To. We have regular <laughs> listeners. But, but let us know what you want to listen to. <laughs> but um thank you for <laughs> yeah uh we're running pretty fast <laughs> we know about five movies in total so <laughs> thank you for sticking with us for, um, this has been dumb binge well uh and also thank you